0: Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to share three tips to develop more self-control. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so self-control, aka self-regulation. It's a hot topic, especially in the personal development space, and I think we all are familiar with the merit of having good self-control. There's something we want to do, we feel the desire to do something else, and we can bring our attention back to the task at hand. There's something we don't want to do, we feel the energy to do that, and we can restrain ourselves enough to choose where we want to direct our attention instead. So this is a a core capacity that is fundamental to any sort of achievement or growth. And before going into a a few steps to help develop it, I should also acknowledge that I I think self-control, self-regulation, things like willpower are a little overhyped. The research seems to support this as well. And more effective strategies tend to be uh, creating good systems within your life that allow you to more organically move toward the positive things, the healthy things, uh, and not be consumed by the negative things. And so that might be a conversation for another podcast. But even within all of that, there are going to be moments where we need to practice some self-control. And so here here are three things that I find useful. The first is just simply slowing down when we're moving quickly throughout the day, especially around a particular behavioral pattern that we're trying to adjust, shift, when there is speed there, the our tendency to, toward automaticity and uh, autopilot is just going to be stronger. This is one of the reasons why I, I tell people if they're trying to be more productive to actually uh, try doing less, try slowing down, because when you're going okay I'm going to go on my computer I'm going to take care of these 100 emails let's go yeah 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 I can't wait that sort of energy like then carries over into oh yeah email oh I'm bored oh Facebook and now I'm on Facebook yeah I'm in Facebook and the even though you went into it with a lot of enthusiasm energy and and potentially focus that sort of uh, extra agitated mind quickly jumps from one thing to the next And it's true when working with behavioral patterns or things we're trying to regulate and not quickly default to. And so slowing down, taking a breath, and moving through our moments with a little bit more sensitivity and care gives us access to greater awareness. And that awareness is what allows us to see when we're starting to fall into a habitual tendency. And so that first step of slowing down allows us to access that awareness. And so then we find ourselves in that moment of wanting to engage in whatever it is, the, the food, the behavior, the saying, the thing we know we shouldn't say. And so we've caught ourselves. We're, we're, we're aware enough to stop. We've slowed down, access that awareness. We've stopped now. And so step two, the, the training is really just being able to feel without reacting, now, this is where a meditation practice comes in in a very big way because you're training that stillness for however long you're, you're sitting down. You're practicing, let's say, being with the breath. You feel all the urges to move, go somewhere else, scratch and itch. You're just breathing through it and cultivating an awareness of the entire system in a non-reactive way. And so that lends itself uh, very beautifully and practically to real life and to those moments. Well, let's say you don't have a meditation practice, my suggestion would be when you feel the intensity of those sensations in your body or those emotions pulling you toward the behavior, because that's what it is. It's not just a thought process of, I really want to do this. Your whole body is saying it, and that's why it, it, it's so strong. It's this energetic push uh, to do this thing. And so one of my strategies with this aside from just like the breathing and being meditative with it is to try to form an alliance with these sensations and so if i stop and i'll I'll just i always use this example but reaching for the cookies this is just such a cliche example when talking about self-control um, but you know, feel that urge, just wanting to go for one more and I, I stop myself and then I i am angry cause I don't want to be regulated. I don't want the cookie. Just give me the cookie. So I feel that energy rushing through my body and first taking a breath, breath with that is always good. It's always grounding, but then, um, making friends with those sensations like, Oh, Hey sensations. Uh, hey energy. I feel you let's hold this. And so I, I'm creating a container for those sensations. I'm not pushing them. I'm not fighting them. I'm saying like, let's let's stay here together and let's redirect this energy somewhere else. Where, where can we take this right now? And maybe that energy is just simply taking a step in the opposite direction or walking outside or reaching for a glass of water or, or something else. Um, but just the meeting of the urge the, and the sensations behind the urge, blending with it and, and having a conversation and saying, okay, what, where can we direct this instead, um, is a much more powerful technique than just trying to obliterate them or pretend that they're not there or suppress them. That might work temporarily, but as a long-term strategy uh, is ineffective and, and tends to create over-compartmentalization of these different parts of ourselves and leads to further numbing and further disconnection. So any any way that we can blend with those uh, sensations is really powerful. And so at, at this point, you've slowed down enough to actually see those urges moving through you. You have the capacity to feel them without reacting. You're just noticing, okay, oh, hey, sensations, how you doing? I feel you. How can we use this energy differently? And then the third step is more related to using that energy differently and, and redirecting it. And this is to connect to the more immediate positive alternative to the thing that you're doing. And uh, I'll break that down for you. So, the, a positive alternative to reaching for the cookie could be something like reaching for a glass of water, as I said, or uh, a, a piece of fruit, or going for a walk. But we all know these things are far, well, they tend to feel far less compelling than the thing we want in that moment. Uh, and it can just be frustrating to try to talk ourselves into, oh, I know I should eat the apple or I should have the water or I should go for a walk. But the the part of our brain that is designed for immediate gratification doesn't want that in the moment. So that's what we really need to play to when we're contemplating the alternative to this thing there needs to be uh, an immediate pleasure that we're going to experience or perceive that we're going to experience by not doing this thing you know so the classic example in in coaching which i have a lot of training and background is when when you're helping someone uh make a behavior change you try and get them connected to some sort of value or, or some vision for themselves somewhere in the future one issue with going too far into the future is that if you just start painting your life as like, oh yeah, I want to exercise so that I can climb the, this mountain with my, my grandchild in you know, 30, 40, 50 years from now. It's good when you're in the chair contemplating it. But when it comes to those moments of like getting off the couch to actually go to the gym or, or work out, It's not that motivating because it's just easy to go, all right, I'll start tomorrow, I'll start the next day. It's so distant from here that we can't connect to the motivating energy as easily. However... If instead you were inspired by how you were going to feel in a half an hour, like I'm sitting on the couch right now, I feel lazy, I don't feel good, but I know when I go to the gym I'm going to feel more light, I'm going to feel more energized, my skin's going to look good, I'm going to want to move, the rest of my day is going to go well, you start pondering that, that makes you feel a little bit more positive and enthusiastic and that's going to be more of a draw for these uh, immediate uh, shifts that we're trying to cultivate. And so the same is true with the cookies. There might not be a positive alternative that is as tasty as the cookie. But if I start contemplating, you know, in a minute or two minutes, I'm going to feel good about myself that I didn't go for that one more cookie. I know the urge is going to pass. I know I really want it right now. But, you know, when I'm walking outside three minutes from now, four minutes from now, I am going to feel proud of myself. I'm going to feel lighter in my body because I didn't go for that extra sugar, uh, I'm going to feel more good energy in my body to do the other things that I want to do throughout the day. So when I start contemplating those things in my very immediate future by not doing this one thing, that enthusiasm allows me to let go of some of the enthusiasm I feel for the thing that I most want in this moment. And if you really break it down, we're just working with pleasure and pain. That's how the brain is programmed. If it perceives more pleasure with something and less pain, it's going to do that. And in those moments, it perceives more pleasure with going to the cookie. But if you start contemplating that you're not going to feel good and that actually in three or four minutes you'll feel really good if you don't go for this you'll be proud of yourself and all these other positive things, now there's more pleasure associated with that and more of an intrinsic pull toward that. So three steps for self-control. Slow down enough so that you can cultivate an awareness of when these things are happening. Practice feeling without reacting and getting acquainted with those sensations. And then connect to the more immediate positive alternative to the thing that you want to do. and, And cultivate a sense of pleasure or at least a little bit more pleasure and positivity to that thing. Of course, you don't have to apply this consciously to everything that you're trying to change. But if you look at most of the times that you're practicing self-control, these three things will be at play to, to some extent. So something that you could bring a little bit more awareness to throughout your day. And if there's something really big that you're working with, I would suggest even sitting down beforehand and, and creating a plan using these three things uh, when this urge arises, how you're going to slow down, what it would be like to feel without reacting, and connect to what might a more immediate positive alternative be that you can create in your mind. Alright, hope this helps, thank you for your practice, and I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, take care. Hey, in case you weren't aware, I'm now also offering free daily inspirational teachings and texts. Uh, via text message and audio message. This is a a more intimate way for me to connect with you all. They're shorter, like two to three minute audio messages. Sometimes it's just a quote, sometimes it's a text, Uh, but it goes out each day and it goes out via text. So it goes right to your phone rather than having to go into an app. And it's part of my initiative to have more resources and more ways of offering my teachings uh, to people for free. And I'd love for you to be a part of it if you're not already. Uh, It's very simple. All you do is just text uh, the word podcast to this number, 1-631-305-2874, 1-631-305-2874. Just text the word podcast to that number, and then you'll be part of it. And a daily text will probably start coming either that day or the next day. And that does go directly to me. So I will respond uh, at the very least to the first text you sent. So looking forward to seeing you there. Also, a separate number that you can text. This is if you want to get some uh, follow-up resources like guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations. Uh, We have all of that to go alongside this podcast. So especially if you're trying to start a meditation practice, these are some great early resources for you. For that, just text your email address to this number, one 631 8298 and that will send an automated email to your inbox with all of those resources. Whew, lots of numbers. I hope you followed all that. You can rewind if you need to get them, but hope to see you at the text community, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, and take care.